everybody, welcome to Stock Bites for Wednesday, August 26th. Fun show for you today. Uh, Trey and I touch base and we have the second half of our stock offs or, or stock playoffs or whatever we're calling this. Uh, Amazon, Lululemon, Microsoft, AT&T, Walmart, Coca-Cola, Nike, and Google are making up the East region. Uh, we're also going to talk about Trey's uh, inability to successfully... <laughs> You know, take a two-week break from the market. We touch on a lot of other stuff as well. You know, water fasting, Ramadan. Uh, the conversation is pretty sprawling. So I hope you enjoy it. As always, rate and review, like and subscribe wherever you listen to our show. You can reach us at stockbitespodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at stock underscore bites. All right, let's get it. Cool shirt. Thanks, bro. How's your week? Good, man. I'm, I am like dead exhausted. I just, I can't, there's not enough hours in the day to, uh, I guess you can hear the traffic outside. Hang on. Not enough hours in the day to teach the amount of classes I am contracted to do and uh, get the amount of sleep to function appropriately. But I'm good, man. Barry's, Barry's wearing that ass Barry's out. Barry's wearing that ass out. Uh, uh, teaching indoor cycling. I've got 15 cycling classes a week, and I've got four Barry's classes a week. Uh, so it's just, it's nonstop, man. My day will start at 7 a.m. tomorrow, and it will end at 8.30 p.m. with just classes and photo shoots for studios and just nonstop, man. It's good. It's better than you know, not having That's exactly right. And when COVID was going on and I didn't have a job, I wondered how difficult it would be to get back into the workforce. Like when I was like, man, someday I'm going to have to wake up at six in the morning. I'm like, do I still remember how to do that? Will I ever be able to do that again? Um, so it's nice. Yeah. It's nice to know that I can. <laughs> like when I am required to be somewhere, uh, my my ability to get up and do it is there. Am I happy about it? No. Um, but <laughs> but the fact that the fact that I'm still capable of doing it makes me happy. Whereas whereas worried about not being able to do it anymore uh, during lockdown, um, I'm accepting every challenge that has come my way and more and more. And I'm happy to do it because uh, you make money to be able to spend money on stocks, stunks. So, uh, well, that's a good uh, that's a good transition. You you told me a couple of weeks ago, or maybe it was I don't want to talk about that it you're, <laughs> that you're not you've cashed out of everything and you're taking a couple of weeks. I did. Off. I think it and was then, mental health, and you didn't have enough time in the day. And, and then all yeah. this week, I just keep getting pictures of stocks, you of, stocks going up, and uh, yeah, yeah. So, so what's going uh, on? A lot of things. One, I uh, I have a problem. Uh, two, Robinhood, Robinhood <laughs> requires you to hold on to cash in the account um, for like three trading days, four trading days before you can send it back to your bank account. Um, a stock that I had sent you um, probably two months back and one that I had held for a very long time at 55 cents a share took off. Um, Jivo, which is uh, a company that does very clean biofuel energy, um, does they're like a, a fuel replacement, clean energy option, um, big contracts, uh, had a big breakout 
um, signing a, a, a billion dollar deal. But I, I wa- essentially, I watched a 55 cent stock of mine that I pulled out of and, and like, you know, said, I'm going to take everything out of the market, taking all my profits out. One of the, one of the stocks I took out was Jivo. And I had about $3,000 in it, 55 cents. I took it out before it took off. And Jivo skyrocketed to over $2. Um, and I watched it go to 80 cents. And I said, I'm not going to play. I'm not going to invest in it. It's already hit its peak at 80 cents. I was like, it's already, it's already taken off. I'm not going to buy at the hype. Um, and it continued to go. It continued to go. And sure enough, I just I couldn't hold off. And uh, I invested a great deal of money at one dollar and seventy cents when I oh, when I went no. to bed. Uh, it was at two dollars and five cents. Literally the next day, the company announced that they were doing a public or not a public offering, a direct offering. Um, and the stock just—I knew the stock was going to tank, and that was the worst part of my, my day. Was waking up, seeing that I had made a couple thousand dollars off of this stock. And then reading that a public offering was coming and that Webull traders were going to get five hours before us Robinhood traders to sell their profits. And I just knew that this stock was going to crash all day. So everyone was asleep in the United States and I was awake all day just waiting for this stock to absolutely collapse. And sure enough, it did. Um, I am proudly a bag holder of this stock. Um, however, however, um, I'm actually really happy with this company. And if I have to, it, I, I have, I have a Zen feeling about it as I sip my vodka and diet Coke. I have a Zen feeling about it because I have faith in this company. I had faith in this company when I bought it at 55 cents and I pulled out, I have faith in this company at a dollar 80 a share. Um, I've watched this puppy jump back up to dollar 60 where I could have gotten most of my money back and not not taking a big loss. Um, and I'm not selling. I'm actually not stressed about it. Currently it's dancing around a dollar 45. Um, so I bought it at a dollar 70. I'm not far off. It has, it has bounced back since the offering. Um, and I think this puppy's actually got a long way to go. And the nice thing about it is, is it's a long hold. I don't have to check it every day. I don't have to stay up till midnight to watch it dance up and down. Uh, it can do its thing. And I have full faith that this company will be doing great things by the beginning of 2021. So I'm okay. I'm okay with being a professional bag holder on this stock because I believe in the product where in the past I've been a bag holder on things that are just hype plays or just proper penny stocks. Um, but I truly believe in this stock I'm really glad to see it pop. I really thought it would take Joe Biden being in office before this took off, um, but it did. They had a they had an international deal. There's just a lot of great things coming in this company, so I'm not I'm not stressed about being a bag holder for this one. Gevo, G E V O. So you you got your money out of the market because you didn't have time, and just maybe for quality of life purposes. And you got suckered into one thing, and now, now you have to hold it, right? You're not, you know, and yeah, right. Like you're, and it sounds like, you know, what do they say? Like the first step of recovery. Oh is Lord, don't go down this path with me. I am fine. No, I'm, you know, I am. It, it sounds like you're okay. Yeah. Like you, you, your, your money's there. You, you have a loss, but you believe in. You've accepted it where you stand and you're okay with 
your money being locked up in this. The thing next time we talk, I will have have zero percent loss on it. I'm gonna wager by the time okay. next time we talk, this stock will be above two dollars. Um, and and I'm okay with holding this for uh, four months. I think this is only the beginning for this company. I think there's a lot more coming. Um, I think a lot of people are freaked out by direct offerings, um, but direct offerings. Yeah, what does that mean? So direct offerings don't dilute the amount of shares that they have available, and it's uh, companies do it so that they can um, that they can make money quickly, and so they offer shares um, to specific buyers um at a discounted price um and that that it will just freak people out uh, just the word offering um stresses people out um so but I'm, not, I'm really really not worried about this stock like honestly if it were anything else in my portfolio that was once upon a time in my portfolio i'd be nervous um but i'm i'm watching this have 66 million in volume today uh and i'm just not I'm, it's something that I don't have to watch constantly. So the, pro, the problem I was having was that I had to stay up till midnight every night to watch these penny stocks that could just collapse at any moment or take off at any moment and I would need to sell them. And there, yes, there's the stop loss and the and this, you know, stop order for when it hits a certain price. Um, but I don't like that. I don't like setting things like that. I like to be able to watch the activity live and in the moment. But the, the I'm in two stocks right now. And both of them are long-term holds and one is a bag hold and the other has made me uh, a lot of money today. And it's like a, it's totally okay. So there's, I'm, I'm fine. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. The things that I'm holding, I don't have to pay attention to. And that was the point is I no longer have stepped till midnight. I can wake up for my 7am classes and I can yeah. make money. I've got warrants on Rocket. And I've got uh, a couple of penny stocks I'm playing that I that don't need my everyday attention. What about just buying, you know, SPY? Nope. You know, I'm, some, I'm not some, a 50 no. year old man with three kids. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm I'm going I'm going for everything. Or I'm going home, and I'm going for everything. Yeah. What about uh, you know just look? I'm going to buy Apple. Nope. Netflix, nope. Tesla. No, thank you. There? Too easy. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. Well, sir, thank you for the update there. What did I buy most recently? I sold yeah. all of my Planet 13 to jump into this penny stock, by the way. Wow. I'm cru that stock is crushed. No, it's not. It's a long hold. No, Planet 13? It has crushed. I think Excuse me. Sorry. Two, I, I think you meant... Two or three hundred percent? Yes, we are. I thought you meant... I thought you meant like sorry, I, for some reason I thought you meant like crushed in a bad way. Like it's been crushed. No, it's yeah, not really well. but here's here's my, so my the most recent. Uh, my point ahead. is is that I love Planet Thirteen. It's a stock I will hold for a hundred years. But I sold all of my planet to get into other crazy little things because Planet Thirteen is going to take two years to double again. Um, and I'm I'm on to some other things that like TD Ameritrade takes forever. Ever do you use what what platform do you use? Fidelity. All right. Well, TD Ameritrade will take eight weeks. <laughs> I'm exaggerating. For uh, to take money out of your account and put it into TD Ameritrade takes like a week and a half. They have to like check your social security forward and backwards. So if you yeah. fall in love with a stock, 
it takes forever. Um, so what I did is I sold Planet because I have time to get back into Planet. I don't have time to get into some other things. And so I, uh, I took my 200% profit on Planet and uh, put it into another stock, which I'm currently up, up 46% on. So life is, life is good. Yeah. Most recent things that I've bought, I got back into DraftKings. Nice. A really good that's, a good, that's a good time to be back in. 9%. Uh, I got into JD.com, which is like Alibaba's little sister oh, in China. Oh, oh we got to talk about, yeah, okay. We got to talk about China here in a minute. But yes, keep talk to me about Alibaba. Talk to me about this little sister of Alibaba. Well, I don't know off the top of my head um, what the revenue is and, and all that sort of stuff, but they, they're an e-commerce platform in China and they're crushing they're growing and they actually i think it's it's kind of similar to they've cut their teeth on the rural areas of china uh, whereas i think alibaba kind of cut their teeth on the metropolitan areas so jd had to come uh, to rise to prominence being really focused on uh, costs you know you're seeing it in america right now with the united states postal service and all this controversy around defunding them or, or whatever is going on pulling up mailboxes they lose a ton of money every year because it costs a lot more money to send a package to rural Texas than it does to send something in Houston. And Amazon, uh, Amazon delivery, uh, UPS, FedEx, they leave the least profitable routes to United States Postal Service, uh, which is kind of what JD was doing. Um, you know, in, in order to to get out from under the thumb of Alibaba, you had to you had to take the routes that Alibaba wasn't and they've been able to do it successfully and continue to grow. Um, yeah, that, that, that's my pitch on them. I, off the top of my head, I don't know exactly, you know, revenue and, and projections and all that sort of stuff, but, uh, tied into that. The other thing that I bought recently, uh, yesterday actually was Meli M E L I Mercado Libre means free market in Spanish. They're the essentially the Amazon of Latin America. Have you ever no, heard of them? I haven't. <laughs> Sounds and, like a scam is gonna take your money though. <laughs> no, they're uh today they're one thousand two hundred and twenty six dollars per share. They've been around like fifteen oh, okay. years. This is, a, this is a real thing. Um you do you're doing yeah, boring yeah, yeah. old man stocks, aren't you? Well old man me this um Back in March, they were at four hundred bucks a share. That's you know, they're, it's it's pretty up expensive. Again. They're, they're up three, twelve hundred. You know, that's everything. Everything was everything was months. down fifty percent in March. <laughs> right, right. I, I do think there's a lot of room. It, it's the it's the wave of the future, and just like Amazon, which kind of has this self enforcing ecosystem. Right, we're going to start with e commerce, but we're also going to launch. Um, you know, Mercado Libre has a, they have a, a shipping division, they have a, a consumer credit and finance division. Um, you know, they're, they have their hands in a lot of different pots, the same way that Amazon does. And I'm assuming the same way that Alibaba and JD Would you do me do, a favor? So. Would you say Mercado Libre, like, not like, Mercado like Libre. Nacho Libre from uh, Jackbox movie, the, the wrestling movie? Can you do it, Nacho Libre? Can you do my? Can you do Mercado <laughs> that way for me? 
Mercado. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> that was terrific. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So anyway, we um, we just dip 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 the toe in on Melanie. We, uh, We're gonna keep tracking. Can it. we take a moment? We're going, I'm that? going back to my 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 Billy China Billy. stocks. Yeah, this is my baby Billy Billy. So mm-hmm. Billy Billy, I talked about like at 29 a share. It goes up and down, dances all around. It was at 50 probably two months ago. I bought some serious warrants for this uh, for January 15th of next year. And you're saying options, options, right? yeah, warrants. excuse me, options. Uh, so the option is that it, the break even price is 51.32. And Billy Billy just announced that they bought the rights to Fall Guys, which is this new PlayStation 4 game that is just like taking the world by storm. And it's like fun, it's quick, it's easy. It's like a Mario Party and like Chinese version. But they just bought the rights to be able to do the f- mobile version of it in China. And I'm just like, I couldn't be more proud of my Billy Billy company, which just goes to show that these guys are just like on top of what is hot, what is cool, what is fun in China, and are buying all the rights to all these awesome things. And uh, I thought they were a tax. Oh my company. gosh, they, they announced their, their tomorrow after hours, their earnings per share is tomorrow after hours. I had no idea. You thought they were a taxi company? No, that's index. That's index. Yeah. I thought that's they were. The, I thought they were the Uber. No, 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 no. Billy Billy is the YouTube of China, bro. Oh. Billy Billy is uh, Sony. Like spent nine hundred million dollars investing in them. Uh, Billy Billy, and I just like saying Billy Billy, which is the reason I bought it in the first place. Of course. Um, but yeah. I have I have options for this. It just has to go another four dollars, and I'm I, I'm at my break even price for the next, and I got the whole next year, uh, and in the last two days it's gone up two dollars, um, so I'm very very excited for my my boy Billy Billy. Um, Donald Trump keeps threatening China, which messes with Alibaba, right. and every time Alibaba gets messed with, Billy Billy gets messed with. Um, so I need Donald Trump to stop throwing a fit at China. I need to s- stop having the Republican convention calling him commie China and, uh, and just let them do their thing because, because I mark my words now, Billy, Billy, January next year, I'm going to be dancing. Also my, my rocket, my rocket options calls, right? I've done very well over the last. That is one days. that I'm going to hold on to. I'm not going to sell that option. I'm going to hold on to that option and let that keep riding. My break-even price is twenty dollars. It's currently down today one percent. RKT Rocket Companies, uh, and I just can't wait to see where this thing goes. I think that's the best call you've ever made on this podcast, George. Is uh, Rocket? Yeah, thank you, thank you. Looking at Billy Billy, they're. Uh... Their gross income went up by two, basically 250% in the first quarter of this year versus the first quarter of last year. You've been talking to me about a this long for a time. while. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm terrified that all the Chinese companies are going to oh, get delisted. Oh, man, I completely yeah. agree. Um, and I, I don't trust Chinese companies for as far as I can throw them. The amount of times I've just been bamboozled, hoodwinked, robbed from uh chinese companies are more than i like to admit and i tend to stay away from them also i called twitter and twitter's at 40 dollars a share right now 
we were talking about that when it was dancing around 30 and you were, and you were like, I yeah. don't know how popular mm-hmm. text this is going to be when everything else is, you know, TikTok and Instagram and um, so high tech. But I really think Twitter's going to be around for forever. That might be another, um, yeah. I've got one warrant with them. Warrant? Option? What's it called? Option. option. I've got one option for them um, at 3876. It's currently dancing at 40. I might just hold that long term because... I, man, Twitter's going to be around for a long time. I don't think Twitter's going anywhere. And they're and you see them hungry. No, we, you see them hungry trying this. to buy things, which I think is really impressive. They're trying to grow more than what they are right now. You know, Facebook seventy point seven billion dollars in twenty nineteen revenue. Twitter three billion dollars. Okay, they're, two different things. Do you go to Do you go to Facebook? Do you go to You're Facebook right. for it, tornado warnings? No. Do, do Do presidents uh, tweet on Facebook? Do you no. go to Facebook to check in on stocks? Do you no, go to I Twitter don't. for all of these things? Uh, I go to Twitter for stocks. Okay. That's it, and that's only been recent. And to be honest with you, I didn't buy Facebook up until last month when they had that uh, that mark or the the advertising boycott because yeah. I didn't use we it. Were dumb. I didn't use We should have bought that at the crash. That's one of those that w- we should have bought that at the fucking IPO. Man. Um, uh, yeah, I agree with that, man. But that IPO was dirty. I mean, they were just, they were selling to everybody and everything before they made it public, which made it just so risky. I mean, there were so many private investors before they made it public that it yeah. just felt very sketchy once they made it public. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I mean, like we look back on Peloton, we look back on Facebook. Um, I think someday we'll look back at Uber the same way and be like, damn, we should have just bought it at $30 a share. I think we'll look back at Uber in 10 years from now, unless Elon Musk and his self-driving Tesla, let me make you money as your robot car drives people around town. Why wouldn't Tesla buy Lyft or buy Uber? Because they don't need people. The whole idea behind Tesla's uh, car service is that it's automated. Wasn't doesn't I think Lyft has a some sort of JV going on with somebody Waymo or or something like that. They're trying to create autonomous vehicles. Yeah, as autonomous is, taxis, as is, right? As so is, why wouldn't Tesla buy them? As is Uber. I think because Tesla is like might be leading the frontier as far as like self-driven cars that like there isn't anything that they could buy from yeah. these companies. They're so right. far ahead. And that's what makes me nervous about Uber right now is that that when Elon Musk goes, we're going to do this, <laughs> he, he tends to be right. So every time he goes, we're going to have automated cars that make you money and we all laugh at him. It's the same way he goes, I'm going to send my own rocket ship to Mars and NASA is going to be calling me to do it. Uh, he tends to be telling the truth. Do you know that he wants to die on Mars? Yeah, I do too. We all do. Do you know what? <laughs> do you don't want to die on Mars? <laughs> sure. He will die on Mars. If I have he will die option. on Mars. Also, since we've been talking, my bag holding stock has gone up 10 cents. Oh, oh, boy. My, my bag hold, I will hold this for as long as I need to. Well, 
Trey. Oh, by the way, uh, my wife and I were playing a, a little game of like the newlywed quiz yeah. game today. And one of the questions that I had for her was, what's my best friend's real oh, name? Oh, yeah. Uh, what a specific, oh, what what a specific question. What'd you call it? Clifton? Cliftifer. I like Cliftifer. Yeah. <laughs> Let her know I like that, please. I like that a lot. He likes it. Cliftifer. I'll take Cliftifer. I uh, I introduce myself to every every workout class as Clifford the Big Red Dog. Yeah, and then and then I corrected her. I said it's actually Clifford, and she goes, "Wow, that's a really weird <laughs> name." <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is Clifford Earl. They can't get much wider than that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, buddy, we got uh, last week we did the West bracket of our 16 team single elimination stock playoffs. Do you feel like doing the East? Yes, sir. It's time to play. All right. First up, I guess I'll I'll go ahead and read through the stocks here. And and again, the idea on this is which one would we like to buy and hold for the next 10 years? You know, what's the, the single best company that we can invest in today? And uh, on this, on, on the East bracket, we have a one seed Amazon, a two seed Google, a three seed Microsoft, four seed Walmart, five seed uh, Coca Cola, six seed AT and T, seven seed is Nike, and the eight seed is Lululemon. Trey uh, Clifton, yes. First up, we got Amazon versus Lululemon. And I'll, I'll set this up here. Amazon's uh, thirty-three over thirty-three hundred a share. Lululemon's three hundred seventy-eight a share. Um, over the last, let's see here. Over the last twelve months, they're both up pretty big. Amazon's up ninety percent. Lululemon's up one hundred nine. <sighs> earnings per share. This is insane. The trailing twelve-month earning per share for Amazon twenty-six dollars. That's ridiculous. Uh, compared to $4.42 for Lululemon, Amazon $320 billion trailing 12-month month revenue, and Lululemon uh, $3.8 billion trailing 12-month revenue. And I think Amazon's you know five-year projected EPS earnings per share growth rates in the, the high teens, like 17 or 18, and it's it's bigger than Lululemon. Duh, as well. So bigger duh, company. It's Amazon. Name, name something more, bigger than Amazon. Yeah. Mars. <laughs> that was the perfect response. Elon Musk would have answered that with a question mark. Mars. <laughs> that was yeah. that was great. You're absolutely right. Um, yeah. I think you're Amazon. No, but you know what? You know what's that panda is that um, I'm. I used to work for Lululemon. I love Lululemon. They just made a huge investment in Mirror, which is going to be at-home workout, which is going to um, compete with Peloton in ways that Peloton can't um, compete. Um, so it, so here it's like so going to the basketball metaphor, which is the Sweet Sixteen that we have these stocks in, is that when a really good underdog that's going to be awesome in four years has to go up against Duke in the first round. Duke is always going to win. You're always going to fill that out in your bracket right. that Duke is going to beat them. But I, Lululemon is going to give them such a fight and such a great bout between these two. And in four years, Lululemon might make the buzzer shot. And we'll all talk about when they did it. Amazon will continue to reign 
the the superior company out of all of these stocks, and I see it going all the way to the end. Um, so, which is why, which is why it's really sad to watch it beat out Lululemon. But I think Lulu is such a contender, um, and it's one of those the, the same way we looked at Tesla and be like, someday we'll be able to jump back in. Someday we already missed the boat. We already missed the boat. It just continues to go up and up. Um, I continue to see that for Lululemon. Um, if I could afford it, if you know, if I can only, if I could afford more than five shares, um, this is a company I would invest in. Um, but yeah, absolutely, as we're going head to head here in this bracket, um, Amazon is going to just absolutely trump, and I mean that in the non-pedophile, awful yeah. presidential way. Um, it, Amazon is going to beat Lululemon every day, all the way to Mars. I agree. We'll move Amazon on to the next round. They're they're both extremely expensive. And you know, there's there is just playing devil's advocate, there is a chance that over the next 10 years Lululemon grows faster because they're not you know, Lululemon's CEO is not getting hauled in front of Congress for antitrust meetings and how much has like that, that affected but, their stock price? Uh, not very much. <laughs> they're up they're up a hundred percent over the last year. Um, you know, and also I think for Amazon, once 5g comes out and people are developing apps and shit like that on, on 5g, that's going to be another thing that, uh, that Amazon has their hands in. Right. Anyway, moving them on next up, uh, we had our through, well, let's go with our two seed Google taking on our seven seed Nike. Google's trading just over sixteen hundred a share compared to uh, one hundred and eleven bucks for Nike. Over the last fifty-two weeks, Google's up thirty-eight percent. Nike's up thirty-nine percent. In terms of earnings per share over the last twelve months, Google forty-five dollars compared to Nike one dollar and sixty cents. Um, yeah, Google is just a—they're a massive company. I don't think there's much of an argument here either, right? Google's the the brand leader in terms of uh, their verb. Yeah, yeah. I mean, plus plus yeah, plus Nike's simple. heart. I think Nike will be around for forever as well. But if you're going to talk about what's going to be um, the stock to own with the least bumps and the the most progression upwards, uh, it's going to be Google. And again, I think the theme here. So on the on the other side, we had making it to the elite eight: Apple, Disney, Netflix, and Facebook. Yeah, it's all uh, it's all it's companies. all Fang, man. That's, it's just Fang. It's tech, right? But right. like literally, Fang, exactly. Fang was and Disney. Yeah, Fang was picked by the, stocks that are going to be around for forever and continue to crush for forever. Um, yeah. So no surprise there. All right, number three seed Microsoft going up against AT and T. Uh, where are we at here? Over the last 52 weeks, Microsoft up 60%, AT&T down almost 14%. I think that there's actually some pretty interesting corollaries between these two companies. Um, let's see here. Both pay a dividend. Microsoft's about 1%, AT&T close to 7 Earnings per share over the last 12 months, Microsoft $5.76, AT&T $1.64. Um, revenue, AT&T actually... As of June thirtieth, one hundred and seventy-five billion in uh, trailing twelve-month revenue. 
compared to 143 billion for Microsoft. So AT&T actually made more money um, just in terms of revenue. But I was reading this really interesting Reddit post about the history of Microsoft. And I didn't know this, but Steve Ballmer was a pretty terrible CEO for them. And the from basically after the tech bubble up until 2010, Microsoft languished. They, you know, were they had cornered the PC market uh, at the end of the 2000s with Windows, and then Gates retires. Ballmer comes in, and every single thing that they did, all their new products, all, everything had to be Windows, and they crushed. They tried to crush out smaller competition. Um, and, and bigger competition. They're yeah, trying to yeah. take out Apple by being right. Windows only. You know, I didn't know this. Uh, Zoom, remember Zoom? Microsoft almost went bankrupt. No, it was one of the... Well, fuck. I, 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 I'm going to say this wrong, so let's just move off that. But... they So Bomber, for, for 2000 and 2010, Bomber sucked. There's no innovation, and they got passed by with by Apple and the smartphone, and, and you know, I guess starting with the iPad and then leading on to the iPhone, they have pivoted. They have this new CEO. I don't even know his name, but um, they have basically opened up their software development, and it's now you're no longer are required to just have Windows. You can be a developer and, and work with Microsoft and Apple and all this sort of stuff, and they've been able to to come back into the four and they're the second leading cloud, uh, cloud storage, cloud storage server, whatever that phrase is after Amazon web services. Uh, you know, obviously Xbox is the shit. And I, I think that AT&T is kind of going through a similar stretch to what Microsoft did in the, in the early two thousands where you know, the company has languished for, for several years, they've made some terrible acquisitions. Um, you know, buying Time Warner for seventy-five billion—not not a great deal. Um, you know, they're trying to figure out how to get out of this this wormhole. They have uh, a ton of debt, and they've you know kind of been range bound at twenty-nine dollars to forty dollars a share over the last couple of years. I think some catalysts for AT and T obviously have five G and and new phones and. Um, HBO Max and streaming and all this sort of stuff, but Microsoft, Microsoft. I think, takes Microsoft. the cake here, right? We're uh, we've been all chalk so far. I mean, you're, you're, we're going to boil this down to the Fang companies here. Is what we're doing. Well, uh, on that, our four versus five seed. I think this is interesting. Walmart versus Walmart. Coca Cola. Neither are Fangs. Walmart's at one thirty a share. Coca Cola's at forty eight. Over the last 52 weeks, Walmart's up 19%. Coca-Cola's down a lot. Uh, you know what? You know what's Walmart you know what's, six dollars. You know what's guaranteed yeah. to be around and not going to be threatened by Amazon? <laughs> Coca-Cola. 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 Um, but <laughs> at the same time, you know who sells the most? Coca-Cola. <laughs> not really. Not really, Walmart? but I like. I mean, I'm I'm sure I'm, I'm sure McDonald's <laughs> sells the most Coca Cola or buys the most Coca Cola. Um, but this this is a fun it's a fun look at each other and wonder what. So you can look at you can look in the past and see how well they've done, but it's it's an interesting question of like what does the next five years hold for Walmart with the change 
in the way we do shopping? And does Walmart adapt to home delivery? Does Walmart adapt to the technology that drones pick up from warehouses? Do they turn their Walmart stores into warehouses? Into fulfillment right. centers. Um, yeah. Do they do they tur- do they have the capital and the space to be able to be the next Amazon? Are they smart enough? Or do they have the right? You know, who's in charge of Walmart right now? I have no idea. Um, but here's here's a company that's going to be around for eight million years, and we'll be drinking it on Mars. Is Coca Cola? Yeah, because it's it's not biodegradable, and you can just send it to space. <laughs> the carbonation stays with it. Coca Cola has 500 sparkling and still water brands and 3,900 beverage choices. Crazy! It's only forty dollars a share. That's that's something you would buy right now and check in on it in ten years. It will have split. It will have split twice and still be only forty dollars a share. And you'll have made a lot of money off the splits. It's an They're very very similar. They're old companies. They have pretty similar, you know, earnings yields uh, four seven seven to four four two. Uh, similar. Price to trailing twelve months earnings, twenty to twenty-two. Um, yeah, I don't know the the thing. Walmart could have, they definitely could have gone out of business, but they've been able to transition. They're launching Walmart Prime or whatever you want to call it, where they're doing, uh, you know, they're competing with Amazon now, and they have the benefit that Amazon doesn't. Of, I think it's something like ninety percent of Americans are within two miles of a Walmart. Or some shit like that. <laughs> uh, they're they're everywhere, right? So they have the added benefit of starting with these physical locations, and they've been able to uh, to go the you know to build out their e-commerce business from that. I think this is a coin flip. Over the next ten years, look, people are more aware than ever that soda is bad for you as you drink your diet coke and and vodka. Yep. Um, but it's it's delicious and. Coca-Cola, they own coffee brands, they own, you know, healthy drink brands, and it's, they're, they're massive. I don't know. I'm okay with either one of these. I'm personally, I'm personally picking Coca-Cola, but I think the correct answer is Walmart. But you know what? Here, you know what? Here, the, you know what? The, here's the kicker. Day. The kicker is is that neither of them are going to beat Google, so it doesn't really matter. Right. Yeah. We're spending all this time. I'm, I'm picking the next Elite Eight. By the way, I'm picking the next Sweet Sixteen. You're picking the yeah, next Sixteen. I like these. These are great. But I mean, we're doing it. We. Yeah, it's just been all yeah, chalk. I mean, you're right. You're right. We said the same thing about the Eastern Conference. Was it Western Conference? Eastern Conference last week. Yeah, Western. so next week will be a little more interesting. But still, when we go Amazon versus Microsoft, who are we picking? Amazon. When we go uh, Walmart versus Google, who are we picking? Cool. Google. And then after that, Amazon, Google is a cool conversation. Now let's look over on their side here. Oh, see, the other side's pretty interesting, though. We'll, go, we'll, get, we'll do that. That's next right. time. That's next time. Don't want to give too much away this week. Do we want to move Google over? Google and Amazon will just... Go ahead and say that they're the winners. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think so. That'll be interesting. We're, I'm going to do some. I'm really because this is this is about the next ten years. So, which one of these companies has 
more growth potential. Right. I don't know. It's going to start to get, it's it's starting to get, I think they're, they're both investing in India. Starting to get interesting. Um, Yeah. And I think Google's the largest ad, you know, internet ad revenue. I I even read that like if, if they spun YouTube out, it would be like the, 10th largest company in the world or something like that. There's some crazy stat just by wow. revenue. Um, all right. So next week we'll get to Apple Disney and then Netflix versus Facebook. Uh, and then on the East side, we got Amazon versus Google battling it out to get to the championship game. Okay. So all right. It's been a pleasure. So to uh, recap, Clifford is bag holding on Givo. Um, is in on hashtag, not hashtag, uh, but handle G-A-X-Y for Galaxy for his penny stock. Galaxy. Galaxy. Um, we'll see how that's going. Currently uh, just below four cents a share. Just below four cents a share. Um, we'll see how that's doing next week. Are you, uh, do you have a candle going next to you right now? Do you like it? No, my no, my my, nice my room is light. on fire. <laughs> yeah, how are your roommates doing? Fine. Someone's someone's cooking. <laughs> someone's cooking. We had done we had done such a good job for the last like three days, three Gosh. days, and someone's cooking. So it is what it is. Oh, hey, for how cheap my rent is, I take a scooter to work every day. I like my my costs are so low, so I, I will accept. I will accept it. Any are you guys opening back up? Is Dubai kind of getting back yeah, du- to Dubai's doing life? great? Um, we did open up international travel, which has made things a little more stressful. Um, and the cases have gone up just a little bit. But um, no, I'm so proud of this country. It's again that it's again the like paper I would write in college is um when does when does a uh, dictatorship benefit over having a full democracy? And when you have people out on the streets arguing about face masks and killing people, uh, this place is like, this is a curfew. You better follow it or you get arrested. Uh, this is a face mask. Mm-hmm. You better wear it or you're going to be fined. Um, I have a huge respect for that and appreciation for my personal health and uh, for everyone else's. When you walk into the subway station and the mask isn't covering your nose, there are three people that stop you before you hit the key card entrance. Um, and I have appreciation for that. Uh, so, I mean, you got to like, it, like you don't have complete independence, which is a scary thing as an American. Um, but I don't have COVID, which is a less scary thing. So do you know, actually, here's a, here's a story for you. I had to get tested. Um, somebody came into my cycling class and then was tested positive for COVID. So everybody in the studio had to get tested. I was called in the middle of the day on my one day off, which is a Tuesday, just today. And they said, you have to cancel everything you're doing. You need to go get tested. It was a $5 cab ride. It was a 10-minute wait. I had a very polite swab go up the nose i had it pulled out and 24 hours later i had an email telling me that i was negative for covid good congratulations and it cost me a hundred bucks yeah where would you go here's my question to you where would you go 
if I told you, you need to go get tested right now, what would be your next step? Yeah, the well, at first, I guess I would Google where they're doing it, right? Um, my parents, had, or I guess Grace and over, they're doing free COVID tests at Minimade Park where the Astros okay. play right now. Um, I don't know how long it takes to get the results back. You know, I, I think that they've gotten better about that. Like we had a, at the beginning of this, a couple of months ago, we had some family friends who tested positive. It took them 10 days to get the results back. And then another week after that for the contact tracer to, to, to reach out to them. And by that you point, infected a hundred people or you've been infected by a hundred people. Yeah, it's worthless. And I think that they've gotten better on, on that sort of stuff. And look, man, that I don't know if you've been watching the NBA playoffs, but they, uh, first of all, rocket crushing the advertising game. Right yes, now they are. For the yes, NBA. they are. Yes. I see them even uh, in Dubai. Sec- yeah. Yeah. And, and the NBA is also you know, right on the side of the court. It says wear a mask, you know, make good decisions. And you're seeing everybody who's not playing in the game wearing right. masks, right? So they're trying to give high fives to players and no players high-fiving them back is my favorite thing to watch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, we have, we may have, well, we definitely have one hurricane headed towards us. You might have two. Oh my night. gosh, I meant to bring that up with you. And there may be another one. Dude, yeah. not cool. So I wanted to get this in before, uh, before. Have you stocked up? Are you like, are you, are you like prepping at all? No. Do you feel like the rest of the city? Do you feel like the rest of the city is feeling the same way you are, or do you feel like they're stocking up? No. No. Texans are really good. Houstonians are really good at panicking. I was talking (laughs) to a neighbor while we were out on the walk. They they went to HEB two days ago and said it was a zoo, and it's just cases and cases of water and brisket. Like They had to put limits on how many briskets you could buy. Like only in Houston are they limiting brisket as an essential item. That is Texas for you. I love that. I love that. That makes me so happy. But uh, we have, so right at the whole, at the start of this whole COVID thing, I realized how, look, if like, if the zombies do come, I'm fucked because I don't know how to fight. I don't, I don't own a gun. (laughs) Uh, And right. So what I did do is go, all right, well, we need to have at least some sort of ration. So we have a case of water, case of bottled water under the bed. And that is our hurricane ration. Perfect. Um, I think we have a bunch of frozen meat in the in the freezer as well, and I got a bunch of charcoal. We got a charcoal grill. And the baby, the, the baby's running on boob milk, right? Baby's running on, running on boob juice, Great. and so he should awesome. be fine. Then you're fine. Yeah, I think, you could survive on water okay. for three weeks, anyways. So you're fine, dude. On Netflix, unwell. Have you seen this show? No. Uh, they, they basically dive into all these fitness trends and one of them, not fitness trends, but yeah, part like one of them is about, uh, fasting, the rise of intermittent fasting. And they, they talk about these people who do 30 day water fasts, which is that's insane in fucking insane. And they go into one of these places and they can't have them. Most of the places that they were showing were not in America. I would imagine not. Right? Like you have to go to Puerto Rico or Costa Rica or some shit to set this up. Um, but they're showing the the people who are in the middle of these fasts, and they look they look like they're about to die. 
But apparently, you know, it helps you. Heal how much? How much would I have to pay you to do a thirty-day water me. fast? We have to do it together. Like we we've gone through every argument. Uh, like every teenage boy. Why, why would every? Why would we do I'm, this? I'm hypothetical. Like let's say we just needed a life detox. <laughs> And apparently food and just every like a hypothetical. How much how no much food, would it cost? No alcohol, how much would it cost? No stocks. You only, no, we get we get stocks. <laughs> come on. Come on now. It's not that much of a hellhole. But for just a water water detox. Much? You can still get you can still get uh, if you occasionally want like a, a cigarette or you know a vice. No, 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 no. You so it's it's just water. Just water. It's the only thing you're allowed oh, to consume. Man. Okay. And it's like you can't have a job. It's not like right. you can. It's a thirty-day holiday. You, you can't. It's not like you can go exercise. It's not like you can go take a take you a job. Right. I wouldn't use holiday as the right word. It would be like thirty days of so torture. I, so when I moved here, I fasted for Ramadan, which is from sunrise to sunset. You don't eat. Yeah, don't eat or drink water. It sucked. It's awful. It's terrible. And there was one time I I was went to bed at three in the morning, drunk as a skunk, and had to wake up at eight to teach a class. But then had to be hungover, dehydrated for the rest of the day until sunset. And I remember sitting in the mall waiting for the prayer to go off so that I could eat and drink food. I had Cheetos in front of me and a bot <laughs> and a bottle of water, waiting for the prayer. And it was the worst experience. So, but like, why did you decide to do it? Um, kind of a win in Rome thing. Like when, when, when you're in a different yeah. world and environment and community and um, religious beliefs uh, participate. And I had writers who would come take my class and would exercise through fasting. And I said, you know what? If you're going to do it, I'm going to do it as well. And we'd actually break fast in the middle of class sometimes. We'd be at arms. And prayer would go off, and I'd be like, "Cheers! You can drink your water now." Right. I would even have protein bars on the bicycles of people that I knew who were fasting, so they could eat halfway through class. Um, and I loved it; it was wonderful. Will I ever do it again? No. <laughs> did you make it all thirty? I days? did. Um, I a disclaimer would be my asterisk would be that um, I did take Adderall, and one of the things is that you're not supposed to take um, prescriptions as well. So there would be times that I would wake up in the morning and be like, Oh my God, there's no possible way. I'm starving. I'm so hungry. I didn't wake up at three in the morning to eat my beans and rice. Um, I'm so hungry and Adderall suppresses uh, appetite. And so I would take that. And, and one of the asterisks yeah. is that you're not supposed to take medications. Um, so I did take a, a prescribed medication. Um, but other than that, no, I ran the whole thing. I never cheated. Um, it was there one time that I was up watching the Houston Rockets in the playoffs at four in the morning and I took a bite of beans and rice after prayer had gone off and I didn't notice that prayer had gone off. Yes. Did I get over it very quickly as I went other, back to bed? Other other than the times that you cheated? On accident. Cheat. I, on accident. <laughs> on accident once. And also you're not supposed to be drinking alcohol through Ramadan ever. And there were times I get at night. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there, there was so medication, and one time I didn't realize that time had passed. Like 
I'm sitting downstairs. The sun hasn't risen. You literally have to look at your watch to be able to tell if it's time to stop eating. And I missed it by 60 seconds. And I went, all right, I'm going to bed. I'm not worrying about this. And I, and I did. I went back to bed. But I wake up. You know, Enos Kanner, the center for the, uh, for the Celtics now, is Muslim. And he does, he observes Ramadan and he plays, it's right in the middle of the NBA season. And he has to play and practice. Uh, and I had a, I had a teammate in, in high school uh, named Mahanid. Go figure. You know, every, <laughs> every year would fast for Ramadan. And it's, 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 uh, Mo Salah. It takes a Mo lot. Mo Salah, of, the Egyptian football yeah, player, uh, during the World Cup, uh, needed to fast, <gasps> excuse me, needed to fast, uh, during the World Cup. And all the interviewers are like, are you going to fast before the game? Are you going to eat because you have to play this very important game? He's like, no, absolutely. I'm going to fast because this is, this is what I've done my entire life. We'll continue to do it. It's a really cool thing. Um, what's challenging is that it changes. Every year it changes what month you do it. And so it can be in the middle of the summer when it's hot and exhausting and like yeah. very stressful and difficult to do. And then other times like in the winter where it's like, cool, I can kick back and relax. I can wait until the sun sets. Um, daylight savings time is a big thing. We don't have daylight. Right. The day, the days in the winter are right. longer or yeah, shorter. Right. Right. So it's right. easier. Um, and here's the kicker is that, but we don't have daylight savings time here and you guys do, which is obnoxious. Um, get rid of daylight savings time. Yeah. I don't think we need you, that you anymore. Right? We definitely don't. I think the history was you, you had to put it in for, it a, yeah, it was a wait, wait, don't tell me. Something to do it was with a wait, wait, don't tell me trivia question, and I can't remember what the correct answer was. I think it's crops. That's a good Google search that. I think it's crops. The other part of me wants to say it's stocks. <laughs> I think it's crops, though. And here I am staying until midnight when I'm not supposed to stay until midnight to watch stocks. Or maybe I do have a problem. Yeah, dude, this is this is such bullshit. Like, you, I just wanted an answer to a simple question, and I got to hear. Right, uh, the same way you like looking for an apple pie recipe, and you have to eat, like hear about grandma. Fuck, man. Daylight savings time is a seasonal time change measure where clocks are set ahead. No, like no shit. Why is the question? It was first used in Canada in 1908. Of Typical Canadians. Dude, speaking, so you just you just said Google it, right? Google has become a verb. Yep. Uh, it's part of your vernacular. Which is why it's going to Final I Four. Think Zoom is a verb now. Zoom in on that and, has always been an expression, though. So Zoom has had the advantage of being a verb before being a company that we all knew. But let's get on a Zoom. We're going to have a Zoom. Zoom, zoom meeting, in on that. You know? Yeah, I'm not talking about that. It's, but as a, as a, it's, it's no longer FaceTime or Skype. It's now we're going to Zoom. Oh. It's, Zoom has become I the don't verb. Know. I think Skype, I think Skype. It's, it's so fucking expensive. It's 300 bucks a share. I have no idea how much money that they make. And it's, but yeah, I remember back at the beginning of COVID when it was like 100 bucks a share. I'm going, shit, this is overvalued. But, it's just be, it's become a, a verb the same way that Google has, which is interesting to me. And like my industry finance, 
all of the meetings that asset managers are now having with financial advisors are happening over Zoom. All the most of the meetings that financial advisors are having with their clients are happening over Zoom. I think that it's going to I don't think that's going to change even when we do have a vaccine that more and more of these businesses are realizing that you can just be more productive uh from a time standpoint, if you're doing Zoom meetings as opposed to driving and flying and all that sort of shit. So, you know, I I think it's super expensive, but do you think that in five years, Zoom is still going to be around? Probably. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> no? You think Microsoft? Oh, man. Somebody's you know what I, do you know what I still amount? use to uh, Skype my mom every Sunday is... Uh, Facebook Messenger. It's still the easiest. Yeah. This whole let me send you an email thing is nonsense. For for baby boomers, like to have my mom have to check her email, click accept, and then move forward, left, right, up, down, where Facebook Messenger, I just go, do you want a video chat? And she clicks yes. Yeah. Um, no, I think, I think Zoom did a great job during COVID. Um, I think our work work area will change indefinitely because of COVID. And I think Zoom will continue to hold strong, but um, they better make some big maneuvers in order to stay on top. Um, it's going to it's going to take a lot for them to stand out from everything else. It makes it beneficial. It makes it beneficial for here in the Middle East because it's not blocked. It's not something you have to use a VPN for, which is um, impressive. I don't know how they did that. I don't know if they have a deal with the Middle East to be able to have that happen or if they're still flying underneath the radar. Um, so that that's a big deal. And um, there's a lot of business that needs to be done by video chat here in the Middle East. Um, but uh, no, I think there's so many other areas of internet that have this down pat that Zoom, Zoom needs to find the next thing as well to be able to stay on top. So I read a, a whole article uh, that did not answer why daylight savings time oh, yeah. came out. And then uh, there's there's one in time. And surprise, surprise, daylight savings time went into effect in the U.S. because Stock of- Stock market, right? Essentially, yeah. Um, people were getting out of work too late to go spend money yes. on shit. And it was dark outside. So they came up with daylight savings time uh, to to fuel commerce and get people to go out and go shopping in the evening. All right. It all comes back to money, man, which is why I don't believe that China Chinese companies are going to be delisted and, and any of that shit. There's too many. There's too much money at stake between these two. Economies I completely agree. To, to just which stop is why every business. time people panic about, um, you know, Donald Trump being a douchebag, I I buy, I buy. But not not random Chinese stocks. I've I've learned that mistake. But like the Alibabas, the Billy Billies, the established JD. Right, exactly. Um, like I'm still holding IDEX, by the way. I good as you should. I think that'll be a stock that's in a year and a half from now. So did you see Steve Bannon got arrested? Yeah, fuck that guy. Also, I did see he got arrested. And he was the he was leading somehow he's tied into oh, is he really? because he he and hindenburg were leading the the short selling charge oh no really IDEX. he was yeah. he was arrested on a chinese billionaire's yacht by the way 
Oh, good but, for him. But that, does that add to the conspiracy that maybe he was like helping that Chinese billionaire by by shorting it? Yeah, yeah. He no, it, he. It, they come out and say, I don't even know the, the Chinese billionaire's name, but those two guys uh, were basically created a smear campaign against IDEX because it helped the Chinese guy's business. And he got arrested for defrauding people, raising money for a for the border wall, I think. Yeah, dude. IDEX is... Down at one twenty one dollar and twenty six cents. It's not good for my dollar eighty one cost basis, but I'm still there, man. I haven't had a lot of luck um, with these boxel, dude. I, oh, that I, I meant to bring it up it. with you. B O X L. I would average down. I would average down if I were you. I meant to say that. I sold out. Oh I sold no! That shit just took the loss. Oh, yeah. George, I'm gonna buy him, dude. Boxel is gonna go hard. <laughs> I meant to tell you. you I meant to tell you. To, I meant to tell you the average down. Well, you put two. You put I mean, two hundred and fifty bucks in. Is that right? I think yeah, two fifty to four hundred. I would do. I would have, dude. I would have averaged down hard. I think Boxel's gonna go. I think Boxel's gonna go crazy. Um, especially with Florida. Over the last ten days, they're down from two dollars and fifty cents to a dollar seventy-five. Yes, look at them right now. What are they doing right now? A dollar seventy-five. Up today, how much? Seven percent. Okay. Just wait for it. Hashtag wait. But dude, they've lost. Like, I know. I know. What is that? Two fifty to one seventy-five. That's seventy-five. I'm about cents. to buy it. That's I'm like, about to buy it hard on Boxel, dude. I'm telling you. Look, I'm just you. telling you. You should have Stop averaged it. down. You should have averaged down. Stop. Everything that I've watched and not touched, I've been like, wow, that's at its lowest of lows. Um, that that's one of them. A box was going to jump hard. Um, you want to know some other ones that are going to fucking rock that I can't afford to get into right now? iBio, iBio. I would watch that. Yeah, I've seen. I know, that. but 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 they've been they've been beat up lately, and that's a that's a six dollar stock. Um, Dude, I mean, the the pump already happened. No, 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 no. That's yeah, a, got up to that's seven a, bucks a, a share. No, that's that's a not share. a pump. When it, when something goes up to seven dollars a share, it's not a pump stock. When something goes up to a dollar fifty, it's at two dollars a share today. That was like ten days ago. Two thirty four. What I'm telling you, what I'm telling you, is that three months ago this stock was at at July twentieth. It was at six dollars and forty one cents. I'm telling you, it's a five dollar stock, and it's currently sitting at two thirty two. Why is it a five dollar stock? I don't know. It's up forty percent today, though. So, somebody on Twitter said it was. Today. Yes, exactly right. <laughs> I don't know. I made a I made a ton of money off of my bio. I sold out before it before it panicked. But but if I if I had the cash to do it, I would have bought an iBio bio at two twenty eight three days ago. Right now it's at two thirty three. No thanks, man. What, like, I mean, Rocket. I mean, I'm only saving money because I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold on to my options for Rocket. That's literally what my life is like right now. I actually bought two more options today when it dropped because <laughs> people, cause yeah, people good. are idiots. <laughs> this stock is gonna be sixty dollars in a year. <laughs> 
It's amazing. The, yes, I, six I agree dollars a year. The, the, I'm the, like, all my money is going to go to holding rocket. I'm telling you, before we talked about it on the podcast last week, I almost put everything I had in a rocket at eighteen dollars a share, and I'm like kicking myself that I didn't, didn't do it. But I'm I'm not doing that because I've got a little bit in Jivo, which I'm bag holding, and the rest is out of the market because I'm a good boy. So uh, we played some stock golf with this guy named John Kearns uh, earlier in the week. One of the companies that I had to do research on was Peloton. Yeah, yeah, you should. I am more bullish on this. Yeah, you're welcome. Do you know that every their average user uses Peloton seventeen point seven times per month? There's only thirty days in a month, dude. I know. Right, like I remember going over to people's houses and seeing the treadmill, and there'd always be clothes. That's not the case. It would just be, dude. That's not what's happening. It's like like an in-house Lamborghini. Yeah, the same way that like you keep looking at Robin Hood because they have this awesome people people checking their scores on Peloton all day. Yeah, hi, I'm an indoor I'm an indoor cycling instructor in life, dude. I have options on Peloton for next year that are just like hot <laughs> I, I i have no doubt in my mind that peloton is a hundred dollar stock in two years yeah a year i wouldn't be surprised less than i think i mean it dances it dances up and down because people are like just non-believers which is totally fine um but i i love peloton also the theta the greeks on this they charge you so much money to hold options on this every day it's like four. It's like fourteen dollars a day for options. Fifteen dollars a day is my theta. In time decay. Yeah, yeah, every day. That's insane. Where rockets is nothing. Rockets like cool. You want to hold the options? We love you. Thank you for holding options. <laughs> Look, listen, listen, listen. listen yeah, wait, you. you seriously though, my theta for rocket is nothing. It's it's a dollar a day. So that's, that's, you know, you got to check in on things like that before you buy because I'm kind of pissed at Peloton for charging me so much every day. It's not Peloton that's doing that. Yeah, it is. It's, it's the option on Peloton. Peloton doesn't set the theta. Really? The market does. Yeah. Well, that's rude. Who's the market? Who is the market? It's a good question. Um, you know, Peloton does not, they don't have any, they don't come out and issue options that allow people to buy. No, they, they list publicly on exchange and then market makers. Uh, like elves? You know, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> you know, these magical little creatures, they come out and go, all right, here's the stock that you can buy. And then we're going to create all these other investment vehicles around the stock as a way for you to invest. And yeah, it's, it's still confusing to me, man. And I'm, I've been studying options for three years. I mean, I don't, still, I don't know who, I don't know who, I don't know who sets them, but I like, I know how, I know how to like play them now. Um, like, listen, I'm sitting on Uber, my break even pi- price for January 15th 
is $33.80. And right now it's at $31.09. These are just like kind of like, it's just like sure things. The thing I've learned playing options is that you need to give yourself three more months than you actually think. Where like I had a bet on DraftKings to be at $40 a share three weeks ago. <laughs> it's like, oh, I was like, I was so ambitious. Took a little more right. time. I know it's going to happen. Yeah. And then the, the shorter, the shorter your option, the, the higher the theta, right? right? The, the, the more that I you're, think, is that a, right? Your expiration is close. Yes, it is. Your expiration is closer, right? And once this thing expires, it's going to go to zero, assuming that the stock doesn't cross whatever your break even uh, price is. So if I'm buying a, an option today at a hundred bucks, Billy, 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 Billy. <laughs> uh, and it expires in a week, you know, my theta is going to be a lot higher. My time decay every That's day crazy to me. over the week is a lot higher than if it's over the I don't the know. I think year. theta should be shorter as it gets closer. I don't know why. No, no it, it increases. Fine. But the the delta is less. Is uh, more. Will go yeah. up. Right. The, the shorter you have uh, to expiration, the more volatile your, your option has the chance to get, assuming that the underlying stock is moving in the, the right direction as well because yeah. uh, it's it's a closer to a sure thing if that makes any sense you're a sure thing thanks <laughs> yeah. mercado libre mercado libre Nacho. that's a, that's, <laughs> that's a good way to yeah end man it. for sure for sure I love you, man. Hey, you're the best. Have, uh, have a good week. Namaste. Be positive. Lou Lemon. Lulu. Keep kicking ass and, uh, you know, tell berries to take it easy on your ass. <laughs> well, bud, I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah. Talk to hey, you you're a boss. I'll call her. Talk to you soon. Bye, buddy. Bye. Gonna let the fuse stay out till dawn. Whistle blow. Changes his clothes, he's gonna paint the town. Avenue's alive tonight.